What's up, Cardboard Nation? Rob Bertrand coming at you with another episode of Go GTS Live for February 2nd. Season 2, Episode 3, that guy over there waving his goofy face at you, my partner, Ivan Lovegren, the brand new daddy. Yay! Congratulations, Ivan. How are things, things going? Things are going amazing, Rob. I missed everyone a lot last week. I did get to tune in for just a few minutes in the chat room. Uh, babies are still in the hospital uh, on a set schedule, and uh, they're they're improving vastly, though, every single day. So very exciting, um, and also glad that I could be able to take the time to come back and be with all of you. And thank you, everyone. I also I just got to shout out and say thank you, everyone. I was overwhelmed. There were so many positive messages, advice from dads, uh, you know, things to anticipate, look forward to, be excited about. Uh, truly an overwhelming experience having all of you uh, be uh, supportive of it as well. So thank you. Thank you to everyone out there watching. Yep, and a quick shout out to Brie Priest for filling in for you. Ooh. She did admirably. Amen. I thought I was, wasn't going to get my job back. Oh, no worries about that. We're glad to have you back. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm bummed you haven't gotten to bring the little bundles home yet. Yeah. How are you guys dealing with that? Uh, you know, it's it's fine because, again, um, you know, they're there for a reason. And we especially know that, um, you know, commonly they'll discharge the mom after 24 hours if everything is fine with just, uh, you know, a regular child. That said, then you don't have anyone monitoring, you know, and so something could happen and you don't know. At this point, they're not going to let them go home until they've passed 24 hours plus of monitoring with everything, amounts of feeding, all of that. So that just makes it reassuring. When they finally do give us the clearance, it's like they've been extra careful. So, yeah, so there's a lot of silver linings to it as well as they're in the, you know, better care of, you know, than me. I'm not much of a nurse. Well, with your mom in town, I'm sure she's anxious to get them home as well. Yeah, yeah, she just came out to visit from Nebraska. We're going all all Ivan mode tonight, huh? I was here. I was all excited for sports cards, and it's all it's all uh, it's all Ivan's experience. Yeah, she just landed from Nebraska yesterday, and she's been having a blast getting to hold the grandkids. Um, and it's also been fun to show mom a little bit of LA in the meantime too. Welcome to uh, Ivan. This is your life. <laughs> uh, yep. We now return you to your normal uh, Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show program. And the first time I looked at right. my eyes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, to give you guys a rundown of what we got going on uh, tonight, uh, we'll be joined a little bit later here by Chris Carlin, uh, sports marketing and social media manager at Upper Deck. Uh, talking a whole bunch of things, including a uh, peek behind the curtain and some insights into their certified diamond dealer conference. Uh, they also, he was kind enough to provide us one of the exclusive, limited, dealer-only black boxes. And we're going to open that while he's on air and check that out and give that away. Um, we also um, have... A very, very, very short hot in the shop. And then we're going to, because we're off the 16th, Ooh, hey. which is two days before National Wait, we're Hockey off the Card Day. Hold on. Let me pull up my calendar we, here. We are, we're going to celebrate National Hockey Card Day early with uh, a five box break of Upper Deck Hockey tonight. And the week oh that we gosh. are off, we're going to do a special National Hockey 
card day prize pack. Wow. So stay tuned for that. Well, wait, uh, you're just uh, running through all this. Wait, we're opening five boxes of Upper Deck tonight? Yes. Oh, uh, wow. That's amazing. Um, how many do I get to open? Uh, you missed You missed your opportunity. <laughs> Did that come up? Uh, they were there. They had your name on Did that on them. come up last week on the show? The fact that I was actually finally oh. going to get to open some cards. And then um, I was thankfully deterred for other reasons. Yes, absolutely. If you're going to miss that opportunity, that's certainly a better one. Uh, but speaking of prize packs, we recently announced the winner of the January prize January pack. that's last month that's so long ago yes why are we talking about January a couple days ago uh so I want to show everybody what uh that prize pact entailed and say congratulations to Terrell Covey who was the winner of the January prize pack additionally uh you and James launched the new Gleam campaign for an even more loaded Ooh, look at that. February oh my gosh. prize pack. Uh, so that is going on now. Pay attention to uh, Twitter and Facebook on how you can enter that. There's multiple ways to enter multiple times throughout the month. Uh, so be sure to take advantage of that. I loaded it up with some really good Absolutely stuff. Absolutely awesome. And I have a feeling if you're watching the show and you're like, well, how do I enter uh, that either right now this moment only, because it'll probably change mid-episode. It may be the pinned tweet on our Twitter, or it may be the address in our profile link on Twitter. Uh, it also may have been the address on our profile link on Instagram until about two seconds ago when I made it the link to the live stream. That said, if you don't follow us on Instagram, the name's a little different. Search for GTS Sports and we'll pop up. It's GTS underscore sports underscore entertainment. And that's another place where you can watch, uh, or not watch, you can win prizes, though. And that will also have links as we do different prize contests. The links will be there in the profile. So make sure if you're not on Instagram, get on Instagram and post. If you are on Instagram and you're not following us, what's the deal? Get on there, follow us. And if you win something from us and you're on Instagram, that's actually an easier one for us to do a, a repost of your stuff. Um so that uh, we can show it. We have over 3,000 followers there, and it gets a lot more attention than the, you know, Twitter's fun. I love Twitter. Stuff can disappear really quickly, though. Instagram, it stays right there. So, little incentive there for social media marketing engagement on your end. What else is on the show tonight, Rob? Uh, well, you know what this week was? This week was um, the start Groundhog of Day. the baseball oh, season. Oh, that's right. Baseball. 20, 2017 Tops Baseball Series 1 is here. So that officially launches the new baseball season, at least the new collecting season of baseball. And, <clears throat> excuse me, here's a little bit about what we know because, as you're aware, uh, Tops always manages to sneak in a few surprises. The first one that was really cool was that Gene Hackman has autographs of him as the coach from the movie Hoosiers in the product. Wow. So that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. cool. Though isn't that a, uh, that's not a baseball movie? No, it's not a baseball movie, but that's all right. Uh, Schwarber, the, he was a Hoosier. That he was, that he was. 
And one of the things that people are always intrigued about when the product first comes out is the recent addition of photo variations into the product. And if if the checklist is complete at 50, all 50 have now been revealed. And Ryan Cracknell over at Beckett Media has done an awesome job of tracking that. And of those 50, 10 of them are David Ortiz. So Boston Red Sox team or Big Poppy uh, player collectors have their work cut out for them with that chase. Yeah. Now, what, uh, do we have any? Oh, sorry, I was just um, just catching up here because that mm-hmm. spurred a thought in my mind that uh, I hadn't talked about yet. Well, spill well, it. What's your thought? Um, well, I was following that track. It's a rabbit hole. And I was following that, and I totally missed. I was like, "Do we have any of those pictures of the uh, the David uh, the David Ortizes or anything like that?" Uh, I'm trying to find them. Not accessible because we're going to bring on a guest in a, a couple quick minutes, so I'm sure okay. our producer is busy dealing with that. Do you want to uh, hear? But I guarantee, I guarantee, you, Ryan Cracknell's got all. Do of you want to hear about my rabbit hole that in. I went down? Uh, no, oh, not really. It's a, it's a, it's a hobby related rabbit hole. I didn't know if we needed okay. to jump right in. All right, Carlin well, that's, was on the that's line fine. We needed then. to jump in, or um, I'm I'm going off the notes. I'm not even paying attention to anything. Um, you know, that actually reminded me of something uh, when you said Ryan Cracknell at Beckett Media has been tracking. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen this, Rob, uh, and I'll, I'll share the link right here. There's a website that um, a collector has started a little while ago. That's called superfractortracker.com. Yeah, I have. And it's pretty yeah, cool. and I just I just found out about it the other day, and I went on there, and it's it's kind of cool. So I know again, a lot of our viewers are on social media. A lot of our viewers, you know, track things like what's been going uh, coming out of this set, what's been coming out of this, what superfractors have we seen from 2014 Bowman draft? Well. Um, the founder of the site is trying to sort of begin aggregating that. That said, it's also, it requires a lot of help from users because uh, I'm pretty sure it's not an extremely profitable venture. Um, that said, it can be a really fun <laughs> hobby resource. So I just wanted to plug that when you said uh, Ryan's been tracking, which he does some amazing work for Beckett doing that. It, you know what's funny about websites mm-hmm. like that? Collectors love them. Dealers hate them. <laughs> well, they could and they couldn't because you're saying in the scenario where, oh, the Chris Bryant superfractor was pulled, now no one wants the boxes, right? Or I'm assuming I should have asked. Well, you not just yeah, not not just specifically the superfractor. There's enough incentive, obviously, in a product run to purchase product above and beyond. Mm-hmm. You know, just the superfractors, or if that's all you were interested in, you just wait till they pop on the secondary market anyway but when you start getting into um, conversations about wouldn't it be great to have a database to track all the hits that have come out of a product Mm -hmm. Um, yes and no is going to be the answer depending on who you talk to and i get that i'm just saying that i feel like the reason is we have an an automatic negative response because we assume that it will be, oh, the great hits were pulled, now the product drops off. That said, what if the great hits haven't been pulled? That could actually fuel demand for a... We're conversely, a, you absolutely. You know, 2011 absolutely. playoff contenders. We still haven't seen the Cam Newton one of one. Oh, crap. Why is that not flying off shelves still? Well, there's only 17 boxes it's still left. still out there. Now they're worth 17 grand a piece, give or take. 
I probably shouldn't throw numbers yep, out there. Those right. are just speculation numbers off the top of my head. Don't uh, let's not create a run on 2011 playoff contenders. Joe, shoot him a text or hit him on an IM because I think he was confused on whether he was supposed to call or vice versa. Hit him on an IM. Oh, okay. Um, back to top series one rev- revelations here in the you know within forty eight hours of release and week. As you might be aware, that we would be interested. There in. are two million. Uh, buyback cards in this product and they are foil stamped with rediscover tops and if you've paid any attention or are curious what the color coding of those foil stamping indicates uh, it has to do with the rarity and black is the most common and then blue red bronze silver and the rarest of all of them is gold. So that's what you're going to want to be aware of uh, when you're looking at your buyback cards, if you're lucky enough to have pulled one. Now, here's a great, great oops story. Uh, somewhere there was a misconfusion about what cards were getting bought back and which ones weren't because there are at least two incidences of buybacks cards topped with Rediscover Tops. One on, I believe, a 1990 or 91 Leaf Steve Lake card, Mm. and another one on, like, a 92 Donross card. Uh, So we are going to find out in the secondary market if those are going to be treated as super, super rare error cards, and if somebody's willing to pony up for them because uh that is really kind of funny if you think yeah about no it's it. kind of uh kind of unique i think that the doesn't the error card usually come in though if it's um well because you're talking about the buyback so yeah yeah i mean it was obviously inserted as an error i'm sure the people who developed the product and de- decided to stick two million buyback cards in there didn't have on their list you know a leaf and a don ross card it would kind of defeat the whole purpose yeah. of you know, rediscover tops. Well, another interesting thing was that there's a, um, a few of the buybacks have been coming out autographed. I saw Dave Magadan um, gold. That's the best. Autographed, yeah. Um, on card, which is uh, pretty cool. Except that it was Dave Magadan. Yes. Uh, I mean, hopefully we see some really cool cards. I mean, wouldn't it be awesome to see like, a, uh, how about a 54 Hank Aaron rookie autographed? Yeah, that'd be pretty pretty sick. Let's see him do that. I like though. it. You know that's and that's something where it's like if they did that, it would probably be advertised because there's no way you do that and then uh, not at least let just us leave know. it yeah. as a surprise. Yeah, because again, you get you do got to move product. Um, that said, I'm also curious, and you can chime in in the chat room. Have you bought any yet? Have you bought any top series one? Uh, what are your thoughts on this this week's uh, this year's design? It seems like this week though, doesn't it? There's always a new one. Series seven coming out yeah. next week. Um, so, yeah. So let us know in the chat room. Let us know on Twitter. What are your thoughts? And show us your hits. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe, <laughs> Rob, I've been off and I'm mixing up names now. I keep calling Logan Archer and I keep calling Archer Logan. Um, hold on. I think, hold on. I got to go to the bat phone. I think I have Chris Carlin on my cell phone. Hold oh, on hey, check second. that out. Hello. We interrupt this broadcast. Who's this? To bring you Chris Carlin via a flip phone. No. Oh, this isn't the, the, uh, or, no, this isn't Chris Carlin. 
Okay. All right. Thanks. <laughs> All right. False alarm. Did you alarm. get something else from Upper Deck? False alarm. I know they no. did a great job with the no, NFTs someone, last week. I figured we could just plug it's in. It's funny, though, because it's a very similar zip code out there in California. It was someone from Lowe's calling to thank me about my recent storm door installation. <laughs> wow. Things got <laughs> hot on the show tonight. This is this is fantastic. Um, God, I'm sorry I came back and jinxed the whole thing. Um, that's a, We're 15 minutes in and off the yeah. rails. Well, if you want to go back on the rails, too, uh, our uh, wonderful uh, associate producer, The Asset, just uh, put up a poll. So we were sitting there talking about tracking hits and even, even tracking things like buybacks and which buybacks were in this product. I think that'd be an interesting checklist, and I'd like to see that somewhere. Uh, respond to our poll on Twitter with your thoughts, opinions, and of course, vote in the poll and retweet it so we can get more feedback. Cause, uh, that's, what's fun. I mean, Rob, let me ask you this. When you were a, a young child, uh, or maybe even in your teens and on, wasn't part of the fun of collecting, going to the hobby shop and arguing what, what, what we want. Well, I, I didn't have access to a hobby hobby shop as a child um i purchased my baseball cards from my local drugstore and osco drugstores even better but uh we're gonna switch gears here because i hear we are um we we were efforting and he's here we're gonna bring on shortly here in a quick second mr chris carlin of upper deck all right i just didn't see him joe hey chris how are you Good. Thanks good. for How are you guys? time to join us this evening. It's good to yeah. see you. Uh, great. Actually, great. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing, uh, Ivan? Thank you for covering for me last week and mobilizing the entire Upper Deck team to fill my seat. Uh, you guys did a great <laughs> job. And we got a lot of positive feedback. So uh, I was a little worried that it would be just you and Rob and your team uh, tonight. Not No room for me. So. <laughs> Uh, we're happy to have you. Well, let's great. dive right into it because we've got quite a upper deck agenda. Uh, for people that don't know, Chris Carlin is the senior sports marketing and social media manager at Upper Deck. And he's been busy this month with a few things going on. And let's kick it off with a quick recap of NHL All-Star Fanfare. Uh, we had the opportunity to talk with people from your athlete relations department and Bree Priest, who is a former Upper Deck employee. Uh, but give us an idea of beyond what we were able to learn taking place there. How did the event go for Upper Deck as a whole? Uh, I thought it was great. Um, first, we loved having having you guys be a part of it as well. It's uh, it's interesting in terms of athlete acquisition for autographs. <clears throat> Man, sometimes we're just all over the place. So. To have a uh, signing suite set up where athletes could come at their convenience uh, was really nice. And uh, because there was room, we definitely had room for you guys. So it was uh, those the, the folks in our uh, talent acquisitions team, they have some incredible stories with athletes. So it was great to be able to give everyone some uh, background on, on that and uh, some of those stories, Absolutely. which are really fun. Yeah. Now that Bree hooked us up with that connection, we're having but them back on the show sometime for sure, because that yeah. was awesome. Yeah, great stories, great stories. But in terms of the the event, yeah, it started off uh, a little slow, I think, during the hey. week because you know that's just how LA people are. But uh, and it got uh, got awesome. It got uh, crazy busy. Uh, we had a lot of our staff up there who never get to really go to events, 
uh, take part in it. And uh, it was a lot of fun for uh, them to be there. And uh, we just had a whole huge team to support all the excitement. Well, let me going tell you as well, there, so Chris, as just uh, Angelino, as a resident up here, um, who spent a little too much time on Facebook last week because of certain events, uh, it was lighting up my feed um, from everything from, you know, the people that were participating in the game uh, and in the festivities, people that were just walking down there to see what was going on. Uh, I think that the event atmosphere was fantastic. Um, I don't know if you got a direct line to the NHL as well and can tell them that. We would love to have them back here and love to have you guys back here doing that again every single year. It was great. <laughs> yeah, we had a call with them this morning, and uh, they were very happy with how everything went. And there's always some really cool moments. So um, I'll give you a little uh, exclusive here. We uh, have been in conversations with uh, uh, the uh, the Kessler family to produce a card for Riker Kessler. So it's going to be a bit of a surprise, so don't go blurting it all out on Twitter. But uh, fans can uh, look forward to seeing a, <clears throat> a card of, uh, of young Kessler uh, going five-hole on Carey Price in the All-Star Skills, <clears throat> which was one of the most incredible moments yeah. of the, the Skills competition, I think. So uh, that'll be a lot, well, lot of fun. That that I don't think you... <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about us leaking it because I think there's like 26,000 people watching this show yeah. right now. So it, it's already out of the Too bag. Late. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, hopefully Riker's yeah. not on Twitter. So <laughs> we'll we'll keep it off of okay. there to keep the exposure at a minimum. Maybe only 50,000 50, <laughs> people or so will find out from the show. Um, so that actually led me to my, my most go. important. It was a burning question. I was going to wait until later. That said, so you're making uh, a subset with some of the skills competition stuff. Tell me we are going to get a Justin Bieber in the boards, <laughs> autographed card from Upper Deck. Please, 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 please. Do a lot with Pronger. The, uh, I, I mean, we love that picture. It's incredible. So we reached out to the photographer. Uh, problem is getting Bieber's approval on that. I, I just don't <laughs> think that's going to happen, unfortunately. But uh, there's there's a lot of custom card makers out there, I know, especially listening to this show, probably only 10,000. But uh, I'd love to see some uh, some custom hey, cards. Hey, Carlin, you know that, that really uh, awesome, you sure. you make zero percent of the sales that you don't ask, or something like that. Yeah, nothing venture, nothing gained. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I know of at least seven people that will yeah, retweet. Absolutely. You. I can't. I can't believe Justin wouldn't yeah. want that to be a trading card. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, let's switch gears a little bit here because uh, we're behind timing-wise just a bit, but so many great things came out of this event that you guys hosted a few weeks ago that I wanted to be sure to talk about, the Certified Diamond Dealer Conference. But before we dive into this conversation, wanted to roll, you know, I've always wanted to say this, actually. Um, I feel like, uh, I don't know, Jimmy Fallon or... Uh, Johnny Carson. You brought a clip with you, right? <laughs> I did bring a clip. I, let me set it up. Um, <laughs> it'll make you feel a little better about it. Yeah. Uh, it, what we really wanted to uh, showcase in this little recap video uh, was the education that took place. Uh, there are other conferences out there for hobby shops to go to, um, and it was important for us to really do something that hadn't been done before where it was usually just different manufacturers would come in 
and it was just our industry. We wanted to bring in people from outside the industry to help hobby shops. I, I know you guys were talking about hobby shops earlier. Uh, I'm pretty sure my parents used my local hobby shop as a babysitter uh, for me because I, I spent a lot of time there uh, from age 10 to 14. And, uh, and it was great. So I, I am very passionate about uh, uh, trying to help hobby shops, to educate hobby shops on how they could uh, be more successful with regard to their business. And uh, that's really what this was. We worked extremely hard on coming up with an agenda that was focused on small business owner. How do you, you know, get up to speed with technology? What are some trends that are happening out there? Um, some motivation, and we also had a lot of fun. So it uh, it turned out to be an, an incredible event, something I'm extremely proud of, and and I know. All right. Well, let's take well. a look at this clip, and uh, we'll come back and ask you some questions. Every store that I've talked to has just been overwhelmed by what Upper Deck does to support them. One of the benefits of this conference is to get out of the office, get out of the store, interact with other people that want to grow the business. They can actually come out here and get great ideas, go back and implement in the store and be recharged. Oh, it was a blast in there tonight. Great food, music, got my picture taken with Mike McDonald. What we're here to do, what we're here to focus on, is to create a positive environment that we can have constructive dialogue at all levels, from shop to distributor to manufacturer to licensors, to help build this industry. So the whole point of why we're here the next two days is to make you better, to help your business, period. We don't sell trading cards. We sell entertainment and an emotional connection. And quite frankly, if the entertainment and emotional experience that our customers have ends hmm. as soon as they finish opening that pack, we've all failed. Amen. Think creatively. This, this, this session is about ideas. Right? Think bigger. What could you do? Not what have you, not what did someone else do. What could be done? And they brought in banks to help us out with financing. Chris Carlin uh, with marketing on how we could use the co-op dollars which is key. Now the expectations from your fan base are just so much more dramatic than they've ever been before. Our clubs have had to adapt. I think that if you're a shop owner and you sell trading cards and you don't come to this, you're leaving money on the table. You know, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, this event's been nothing but tremendous. It's been top notch. Everything literally has been as good as I could hope for. I've gotten excited about doing cards again. I met Mike Tyson. I met Mike Madonna. Wow. Great stuff. That's fantastic. Absolutely. I mean, Parts of it gave me absolute chills. Uh, I think Jason's comments about we don't sell trading cards. We sell entertainment and an emotional connection. And quite frankly, if when people are done opening that pack, 
and the emotional connection is gone, then we haven't done our jobs. That kind of, I've never heard it put that way. And that is some, that's some game changing stuff. I really, really commend you guys. Yeah. And, you know, I know that there's a lot of shops that wanted to be there. We're just unsure of what the programming was going to be like. So we invested in uh, videoing a lot of the presentations. So folks will be able to get to see Jason's entire presentation and uh, Patrick, Swart- Patrick Swartz figure, uh, who's a uh, expert in small business, his whole uh, presentation, because even for those people who were there, they were in the moment and there's other things going on to be able to go back and really, you know, do a little education yourself on what, what you need to do to be a successful shop is, is really important. So uh, we're going to be rolling those out over the next uh, next few weeks as well. So I think that'll be really uh, powerful as folks get to see. There were a lot of cool things that happened there. You know, Mike Madonna's there, Mike Tyson. There's cool, uh, you know, prizes and giveaways. But really, uh, what I think most everyone appreciated was the education that they got. So to be able to continue that with a video series coming out will be uh, really impactful. It's actually something I was... Um you know, pushing for, I thought that maybe we should try to integrate at the national, for example, because I know that back in the day that used to be a series of workshops tied together with collectors booths. Um, so I think that it absolutely incredibly invaluable what you're doing, especially as someone that's been in the marketing space for small business and seeing how many of these small businesses need just a little help just to get over that little hurdle absolutely. so that they can truly engage in the in the way that you have to in 2017 so i said i set it all up that way just to say that michael fruitman uh, our good friend and hobby shop owners in the chat room and he just had to ask chris and so i gotta pass it on uh, a hot question for the hot seat where are you going in 2018 he wants to book his tickets now <laughs> uh <laughs> we're gonna make an announcement very soon uh, but there will be uh, there will be a, another uh, certified diamond dealer conference. Uh, we were blown away with uh, all the positive remarks that we got out of it, and uh, and I absolutely believe that uh, if you're a hobby shop owner and uh, you're serious about this as a small business, that that uh, you take advantage of something like this because not just the education that you're going to get. Uh, and the goodies, but you're also going to meet a lot of like-minded dealers who are really positive and you know looking to work together as a network uh, to make the hobby better and to help each other out. So uh, I think when people get to an event like that, uh, it's really exciting because you say, oh my gosh, I'm not alone in this. There's other people that have the same struggles that I have. And to be able to pick their brains and talk to people who are having success when uh, when you might not be is, is really powerful. So, uh, Mike was great having him there. Uh, I know a lot of people picked his brains on, on how to be a little more successful a couple in the space. So for you, uh, that I've heard just from various people kind of wondering about number one, uh, does this permanently, uh, replace your attendance at the industry summit and two, go into a little bit more explanation about the co-op dollar grant for store improvements that came out of the conference yes for us uh while we definitely appreciate everything that happened at the industry summit over the years uh for us we felt like it had kind of um evolved into uh, something where you hope it's this great utopia of uh great ideas and good feeling uh 
but unfortunately it, it just never quite worked out that way. So we wanted to get dealers away from the noise of manufacturers fighting over dollars, you know, on who should carry what product and really just focus on how do you become a better business owner? Uh, so that's why we chose to make the investment in this. The NHL, the NHLPA were fully on board uh, and it was it was great to have partners like that. Next year, we're, we're trying to get uh, hey. uh, key partners like Marvel there and uh, I think we're just gonna be able to keep growing it. Uh, that's not saying anything negative about the Industry Summit. There's still a lot of great reasons for folks to attend there. Many of them that I that I said uh, earlier, that you know, just having and being around other dealers that are in the same boat as you is, is awesome. And it is good to be program plugged into uh, everything that's coming down the pipe from uh, manufacturers. But uh, for us, we felt that we needed to take a leadership role and do something different that could really help shops. Uh, so yeah, that's the strategy going forward okay. for, for us. And there. then talk about the co-op dollars. I think this this is about putting your money where your oh, mouth yeah. is. So. so yes, uh, Upper Deck is going to be investing a lot in 2017 to help hobby shops grow and flourish. Uh, there is uh, co-op basically, most, most companies have uh, what's called a market development fund, right? And what that is, is you take some of your profits and you put them back in to help grow the uh, business. So there's still a business in the future. Uh, so we've had this program. We're the only company that, that has this program to, uh, designed to help uh, shops uh, in it. They can use it for window graphics or uh, Facebook advertising, things along those lines. Uh, but our president announced uh, three pretty big dollar amount uh, opportunities for shops to take advantage of. Uh, one, there is wow. $10,000 in store improvements available. So if you want to invest $10,000 in store improvements that uh, highlight Upper Deck's products a little bit better, we're going to match that with $10,000. A $10,000 uh, uh, co-op uh, expense for uh, website improvements. So if you want to improve your website to better showcase Upper Deck's products, we're going to help you out with that. You spend $10,000, we'll spend $10,000. Up to, yeah, you can... If you only want to do a two thousand dollars spend, then we'll match it with uh, you know two thousand as well. And then the last and most important, I think, was uh, opening a second shop. I had Ken Richardson on stage up there, who uh, runs a great shop called Pastime in uh, BC, and he started off with one shop, has a second shop, and then opened up a third shop recently. And uh, it's really humming like a well-oiled machine. Uh, and each shop is a little different. Uh, so if a shop is interested in opening up a second shop or a third or fourth, what have you, uh, we will invest up to $20,000 to help those shops uh, with regard to that. So wow. um, pretty exciting. Uh, I know we've got started to get some, some calls from shops in terms of, all right, I want to do it. Here's my plan. And uh, we're starting to get the wheels spinning there. So that's going to be really exciting to see. Um, and I'm really proud that you know, our company so is investing in the, the hobby way, category. Chris, um, how long until you're bankrupt? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did tell uh, Jason, our, our president, I said, you do realize that if everyone in this room takes advantage of this, you know, we're going <laughs> to get the bonus next year. Uh, and uh, he, uh, he laughed and, and, you know, the, the sad fact is uh, some shops are just, content status quo and uh they're not gonna invest in this uh which is a shame but we want to make it you know say it loud and let people know that 
if you are re ready to step up your business, we are going to be right by your side to help. One of the things that you guys treated people to, and I have one right in front of me that you were kind enough to gift us to be able to gift a listener, is the Certified oh, yeah. Diamond awesome. Dealer Conference Black Box. I'm going to bust this and give what's in it away on air tonight. But tell us, tell us what this is. Not necessarily what's in it, but yes. Go ahead. So we have a lot of different, a uh, lot of different uh, uh, athletes that we work with. So these uh, these black boxes, uh, we wanted to feature a product that every shop owner works with. So we uh, decided to preview Goodwin Champions. Uh, oh, so it's crazy. a preview of the set coming out this summer. The autographs uh, will be hard signed on the product this summer for our purposes here. They are label autographs, but they're label autographs of some pretty incredible athletes. Uh, so you've got players like uh, Austin Matthews, Ben Simmons, uh, Wayne Gretzky, Tiger Woods, uh, William Nylander, Mitch Marner, Steve Eiserman, Patrick Waugh. So the list goes on and on. Uh, but it also will include uh, another, uh, at least one other Goodwin Champions card from a previous release to kind of give you a feel for the product. So you should get at least one autograph and one previously released Goodwin Champions card. I did but better. Sometimes there's I, got, I got three oh, cards. Oh, Here that. is one of the poss endangered species status possum cards. Beautiful patch. But the big cards, these have to go to a Toronto fan because... We have oh autographs God. of Mitch Marner and William Nyland, Nylander. Excuse me. Wow, that is uh, really good. Mitch Marner was named yesterday the NHL wow. Rookie of the Month for the second time uh, this year, so he's a big deal. And Nylander is having a tremendous season too. So um, that's one of our uh, packs that they loaded with uh, the Leafs. So. Um, wow, awesome. that's pretty good well, stuff. Thank you. Well, we're going to make a listener very happy. That's amazing. Um, a lot still going on. We are off the Thursday uh, before National Hockey Card Day, so I want to be sure to talk about National Hockey Card Day, which is February 18th in both the States and Canada. It's one of my favorite hobby promotions. Uh, Tell us about maybe a little bit about this year's set. And also, if you guys have the finalized list up yet of participating stores or when that will be available. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know National Hockey Card Day, go to your local hobby shop, get a free pack of Upper Deck cards. Usually a lot of the shops are running all sorts of specials and events uh, because this is our ninth year doing it. So it's, uh, it's humming along like a well-oiled machine. Uh, the packs contain five cards. It's a 15-card set. If you make a purchase there, you can get an Austin Matthews uh, 16th card. So that's a special promotional card of Matthews. Matthews also will appear in packs. Uh, there are insert cards, awesome. Victory Black uh, rookie insert cards. So those will feature a lot of the players who we couldn't feature earlier in the season for the, uh, uh, the Fall Expo. Uh, so you'll see an extension of that set, but it will have those bigger players like Nylander, Marner, Matthews, uh, etc. Wierenski, uh, etc. etc. So uh, there are also limited edition autograph cards in there. I can't share the list yet, but uh, there will be in Canada and U.S. There are exclusive cards uh, of uh, a rookie, veteran, and legend uh, for each category. So it's just 
a really great day to get out and enjoy the hobby and visit a couple shops, three shops. I know some, <laughs> some people plan out like a whole map. Uh, we will have that list up of, uh, of shops, most likely on Friday or Monday, uh, but we still have about two weeks till the event. Uh, so we just try to give shops as much time as they can to get involved with the program. So uh, definitely, if you are a collector who has loves hockey carts, make sure your shop's involved. Call them, yell at them, make sure they know. If you've been thinking about collecting some hockey carts or just want to dip your toe in the water or just like free stuff, make sure your hobby shop's participating too. There's still a little time for them. So uh, 18th, all day long. Make it uh, make it a well, fun day. Get out official hashtag on sure. Twitter is NHCD. NHCD. Oh, National oh, Hockey Rexford, Card sorry. Day. Uh, Rexford wants to get in on National Hockey Card Day. Uh, so I apologize for the noise. <laughs> I had it. No problem. I was expecting <laughs> crying. It's good. <laughs> um last on the agenda for tonight and we got to take a look at a couple boxes last week of the recently released sp game used hockey uh we're going to take a look at a few boxes later in the program uh but you uh seem pretty proud of a unique and new addition to the product that you want to be sure to tell collectors about and i dig this so tell us all about it well, I think there's two really nice new uh, inserts for SP Game Used this year. The Frameworks cards are really cool. It's a, it's a manufactured patch, but it's in acetate, um, and they just look really, really good. So I checked some of those out on eBay if, you've, uh, if you want to see just a new type of insert card. Uh, we know that uh, making another game jersey card isn't the answer. You know, there's a proliferation of those, so we want to make the jersey cards we do create special by not overproducing them and then try to make some new technology driven cards. So uh, we had worked in our deal with the NHL for the last couple years to acquire uh, media banners from, uh, you know, the, you have the guy stand up there for a press conference. There's a banner behind him uh, and they look so cool because each uh, event has its own logo and they have a unique feel, uh, different colors that are really cool in terms of a, a patch or memorabilia card. So to uh, get those, cut those up, and then create some really good-looking insert cards uh, turned out awesome. I, I got to admit, when I first heard we're cutting up banners, <laughs> I was like, eh, I don't know about this, guys. But if you go and you check these out, they look fantastic. Uh, the cards are, are selling for more than game-used jersey cards in many cases. And there's rare autograph parallels, and it just came out to be a, a really cool and different, innovative new set and a new type of memorabilia card. So uh, we're pretty happy with how those came out. And, those are the uh, banner year like cards, too. they're called, right? Okay. Um, let me banner year, too. Right. Uh, sorry, you know my brain. It goes down these no, rabbit go holes. And you said something that made me curious, actually, Chris. Just historically speaking, put a little context on your time in the trading card industry. Uh, aside from the one you just mentioned, what's one time you absolutely thought something was going to bomb, fail, it was not your cup of tea, and then it ended up being a success and a hit with collectors? I'm just sort of curious in the development process what you've seen like that. I mean, we have a lot that we put out that we think are going to be really cool. Like, I thought the mm -hmm. dinosaur bone cards were awesome, and 
audio cards that we do, pretty much everything in Goodwin, the meteorite cards I think are going to be incredible. But they're all just very niche, mm -hmm. which is fine because there is a market for them and, and uh, we're just careful to make enough for that collectible group so it, it doesn't get watered down or, uh, or become not too exciting. But I think for me it was the, uh, the uh, animal patch cards in Goodwin Champions and what we really found there, uh, I think they, those mm -hmm. debuted about six, seven years ago. Uh, was that it it got a lot of dads were collecting with kids or uh, females were getting involved in those sets because they were unique and uh, they were different and they were fun. Uh, so this year having dogs be a, a, a new oh. category for those those patch cards that's going to run I believe two to three years. Uh, I think it's going to you know really encourage people who haven't collected trading cards to uh, get involved and and uh, just again dip their toe in the water. But uh, yeah, I, I thought those patch cards initially. I was kind of scratching my head. <laughs> who's going to want to yeah. you know collect patch cards of dinosaurs and things like that? But uh, they turned out really cool, and uh, and fans have have loved them. And uh, it's unbelievable what yeah, some of those rare versions awesome, sell for in the awesome secondary market. Awesome um, example. Thanks, thanks pretty for crazy. sharing. And so, obviously that triggered, now we know why Rexford was so excited because you're the guy with the dog patch cards. So we'll have to chase a, a golden Labrador <laughs> card for him. Yes. Also go, um, right? on GoGTS.net right now is the Young Gun Series 2 checklist and an image gallery. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Uh, series two comes out on the 15th, right in time for national hockey card day. So, uh, there's a method to the release madness. I see what you guys are doing there, Mr. Carlin. Well, you know, it's tricky. Sometimes you plan it that way, but it doesn't always go as planned. But, uh, luckily, yeah, the series two is going to be out, uh, in time for national hockey card day, which is awesome. A uh, great chance to get out and purchase some new uh, Young Guns rookie cards. So, um, you know, I got to be very honest. You know, I, we didn't expect coming off the Connor and Larkin and Panarin year. We were really pleased with how great the the mm -hmm. that year was in terms of rookie, uh, rookie crop. But it's pretty incredible. I think it's deeper. I, th I think I uh, think it's oh, Patrick Line. Hot takes from Rob. Awesome. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's There's a lot of Canadian franchises that have great rookies. And we see that, I mean, if you're a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, you've been waiting for maybe your lifetime for a rookie crop like this. There's, I think, going to be 10, 9 to 10 different Young Guns cards of Maple Leafs, which is incredible. But the, what's really incredible is five yep. of those guys are pretty darn good. So, and we got um, two of them right here. Yeah, it's it's a it's really right there. Special. And we've got two of them right What's here. That? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we held back Patrick Laine and Mitch Marner, not realizing yeah. that they were going to be so darn incredible this year for uh, Series 2. So I anticipate that will be uh, a big draw. You're also going to have Young Guns Canvas cards. You're going to have Opeachy update cards, Opeachy Red Border update cards. So the rookie content in this product is going to be off the charts. And again, it's it's there's so many great young kids this season, um, and kids that are going to merge next year. Uh, we just did a story on Thomas Shabbat, uh, who made huge headlines for the the World Juniors when he won MVP as a defenseman. Uh, he's not uh, he played a little mm -hmm. bit uh, this season, but he's really going to make his debut yep. for the Senators next year. 
Uh, Sebastian Ajo for the Panthers. He just had a hat trick two nights ago. So there's all these young kids that, you know, it's not just Austin Matthews and Patrick Laine that are driving this. It's There's there's a really, really deep class here. And uh, I think Series Absolutely. 2 is going to be a great product. Well, listen, I appreciate your time as always. It's always great to catch up with you. We thank you for the continued support of our show. And uh, thanks for all the knowledge and information and your time. It's always a blast and uh, look forward to talking with you again, my friend. Thanks, guys. I'm going to uh, jump on to chat for a little bit. So if anyone had uh, questions or anything, I'll be available Alrighty, on, uh, sounds on your good. chat for a bit. Thanks, Chris. All awesome, right. Chris. So Thanks, guys. The one, the oh, only, yeah. Chris Carlin, social media manager, senior marketing manager at Upper Deck. Uh, wow, that was a lot to process and digest, but some good takeaways from there. I mean, the crazy part is we didn't um, even get to talk about the next, the Wave 2 Upper Deck Go uh, GTS distribution packs. Uh, barely even touched. I mean, we talked about it a bit at the beginning. Barely even touched, though, on the the all-star fan fest and getting in depth on signings and who they snuck in there. Yep. Wow. Good thing. He's well, good thing. He's in the chat room still, I guess that's, that's what we can say for that. So, yeah. So pick his brain. Uh, if, if you know, Chris, he's an open book. If you don't know him, uh, he'll answer most any question yeah. you have. And so. Chris, if you are now back on audio, listening, watching the show, don't forget, we're also live on Facebook. So I hope you have two devices in front of you or two windows open. Uh, make sure that you're checking out the Facebook and the live stream for questions. Uh, cause they're coming in, they're flying in along with a lot of thanks and a lot of, uh, hobby shop praise for the work they're doing. So.